Welcome to The Middle Note, a podcast about cancel culture in music. I'm your host and producer, Sierra Hepson. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Middle Note. Today I am speaking about Oliver Anthony and his song, Richmond North of Richmond, which is the first song to make it to number one on the Billboard charts without any prior charting history by an independent artist. The song became the anthem of the Republican presidential debate, but Oliver Anthony let Republican politicians know that the song isn't just about President Biden. My guest on the show today is Dakota Hargrove, who is my former classmate and a good friend. Dakota is a blue-collar man, having worked as a welder since high school, and has even taught welding at the college level. He currently works in the oil and gas sector in New Mexico. He is also a husband and father of three children. I'm excited for you all to hear our conversation, so let's get right into it. All right, Dakota, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I really appreciate you being here. In fact, I think if it wasn't for a conversation we had a couple of months ago, I don't think I even would have come up with the idea for this podcast. Um, I remember hearing about the song Richmond, North of Richmond in my algorithms, you know, so like I'm hearing about it through Vokes Media and Rolling Stone and Vanity Fair. And, you know, it was kind of almost like warning me about this song. And I thought, okay, that's that's interesting. I wonder what the deal is. Because also around the same time, that's when um, Try That in a Small Town came out and that stirred up a bunch of controversy as well. And um, I went on Facebook and, you know, saw a bunch of my conservative friends posting about this song. And I thought, okay, uh, what's the deal with this song? And I reached out to you because... Uh, I know that you're definitely just someone I can trust talking to. And, you know, I know that we have had discussions about differences like in our beliefs, whether they're religious or political. But because of that conversation, we found that we have a lot in common. And I think because you explained to me that this song is about the working class and just the grievances that we deal with. Um, it made me open and it made me want to hear the song. And so I'm really grateful for that conversation. And I remember you started the conversation by saying, I can only speak for the blue collar man that I am. And I definitely just felt like, okay, this deserves a lot of respect. And, and I just think that that conversation just challenged me to really step out of my box, step out of my algorithm and give it a listen. And now I like it. And now I'm following Oliver Anthony on Instagram. And um, I've just learned a lot about him in the last few days. And and I like this guy for a number of reasons. Well, and I think it goes to show like how you said you had a lot of respect. I, I have a lot of respect for someone that is willing to go like I think you, how, how you started it out to me was you went and you heard that it was a bad song, that everyone was saying this is a terrible, terrible song, but you actually investigated into it and read the words and read all that it was and went out and asked somebody that might know about the song more than just taking one 
frame of reference from the whole thing and be like, oh, that's bad. I'm never going to look into it. I'm never going to see why it's bad. I'm never going to see why it may be good. You, you're, you're having such an open mind to things. And I think that's what you kind of almost have to do with any kind of uh, media related things nowadays, because they, they want you to, they as in any media, wants you to click their link and click their uh, message and see what they're trying to tell you so that it can be put through. And I think when you asked me about it, I actually had to go back and kind of listen to all the words and make sure. And I was like, well, maybe this is just blatantly offending somebody and it's not doing you know, the justice to any, anybody. But it, it turns out when you investigate into it a little more, instead of just taking it for the face value, it uh, things can turn into a lot more than what you're originally inquiring about, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree. As someone who is going to school for, you know, communications and, and communication strategy uh, and content creation, all it really takes is just a headline to draw someone in. And I'll be honest, like I was, I was drawn in by the headline and the headline alone. And then when it, after our conversation, when it came down to actually reading articles about how can this song be problematic? You know, it felt like the it felt like the height of like what was wrong with the song was like, oh, Oliver Anthony and and conspiracy theories. But I don't I don't see him like that. You know, I see this guy as someone who is just expressing himself and expressing his struggles and there's so many people on both sides of the political spectrum that that can relate to this struggle and really it's like the song is supposed to i feel like unite us more absolutely i think it's coming down to the point where i don't want to say we have a common enemy but we do have a common person that we're having to uh answer to and that that is the the government in in general that um i believe that the the way the government was originally designed it's that they were supposed to answer to us and our needs and um, things that are going on in our lives. And I think that that song or the song Richmond North of Richmond kind of um, puts a pin in all that and kind of says, Hey, we need to start looking at this, that this isn't just a left or right issue. This isn't a, a, a really rich person versus a really poor person, or this isn't a, a race issue and it's not a, a classes issue. It's, it's a, we're trying to realize that no matter how hard we try, that the politicians and the rule makers can still hold you down. No matter how hard you're going to go to work today and no matter how hard you're going to try to make yourself better, there still could be another rule tomorrow that they're going to come up with that completely cancel everything. I don't care if you're left or right or, or center or whatever, you still have the right to be able to say and sing and, you know, kind of do whatever you, you feel as in the first amendment. Yeah. And there's definitely, you know, there's definitely words that do harm people. Um, but I feel like in this context, I don't think Oliver Anthony is harming anyone. I will say that when I read the lyrics, um, the lyrics about the fudge rounds, um, <laughs> <laughs> the part where he says, well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Mm -hmm. You know, at first I was like, okay, well, maybe like people might have a problem with that, with like the whole body positivity. 
Well, and I think that it's uh, like as a fellow uh, thick human being, I can understand where like people getting offended by that type of like the the verse that was in the song. But then you also have to think of like like the 600 pound sisters that were on TLC for a while. They were very governmentally funded couple. And that, that's not an accidental thing that happens. We, you know, you gain some weight and that, I mean, like I said, I have gained weight just as much as anybody else. But at the same time, when they're getting assistance and then you see a homeless person on the side of the road having to beg for food, it's, it's a, it's a hard, hard middle match. I think I'm going I'm to go ahead and say this out as, as a con against him. I, I feel yeah. like um, that Oliver Anthony could have, there, there's so many more issues that could have been put in in that verse than worrying about overweight people milking the, the system. Because there's plenty of people that are milking the system that aren't necessarily overweight or aren't only eating fudge rounds on that one. So one thing I really love about Oliver Anthony is that, you know, he talks about that his music is for the people and it's not for politics. Um, he doesn't want to be the poster child of of any one side, you know, and it's, it's interesting because I was talking about this with my husband and I was telling him about this song and I was just like, yeah, you know, like the left is, is mad at him because they think it's about Joe Biden. Now the right's mad at him because he called them out and said like, no, this isn't your anthem. This is my song. (laughs) And my husband was like, I think if you piss off both sides then maybe you're doing something right. (laughs) No, that is a beautiful. That is beautiful to say. If, you, if you're if you're making everybody mad on one side or the other, then it's you. You might be doing something. But if you're making everybody on every side mad, or just making them think, mm-hmm. you know, you don't necessarily have to make people mad. But if you get to the point where you're you're making people on the left and the right go, hey, is this song really a bad song or is this a good song? Then that's that. Your husband is a very smart man. <laughs> well, thank you. That's why I married him. <laughs> Except I'm smarter. Uh, <laughs> you know, another thing I like about Oliver Anthony is his authenticity. Uh, you know, authenticity is becoming a very big thing in in companies, in business, and in and in real life. You know, the ability to just share about your own struggle. You're not pretending to be perfect. Um, you know, I read that he struggled with mental illness and and alcoholism, and that spoke to a lot of people. A lot of people found his lyrics relatable, not just Richmond, north of Richmond. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I. It's like why can't I express myself without these politicians just like using me? You know, I need to. T- I'm telling my own story. Like it's not. It's for me. It's not for you. It's for the people. And I think like, you know, the fact that he is being authentic, that he is talking about himself, his struggles, and people are like, oh, look, look at this guy's vulnerability. You know what? I'm, I'm going to come out of my own secret suffering and, and thank this guy because it's helping me realize like maybe I shouldn't be suffering in silence, whether it be with substance abuse or alcohol abuse or depression and bringing that to light and getting help. Absolutely. I think that um, so many issues that are going on in the world today are set to the side and they're, and they're, they're held within and people think that they can just battle them themselves. 
because they don't think that everybody else has some of the same issues. They don't think that other people uh, have problems with mental health or or depression or anxiety. Uh, They don't believe that other people have uh, substance abuse issues. They only think that they're the only one because people don't talk about them. That if you're not just a, a, a perfect person and your Instagram shows that you are a jet setter every weekend and your Facebook doesn't have anything but good Facebook posts, that that you're not a perfect person and that you are you are flawed. Well, I hate to tell you, everybody is flawed. There's not a one single perfect person in the world. And um, when you when you start looking at other people, and I just let me step back. If you start talking to other people and you have uh, meaningful relationships with them, you'll realize that that other people suffer with issues too. And I think that the fact that Oliver Anthony was able to put those issues out in a song or in multiple songs kind of um, allowed people to, to grow a relationship with him that they couldn't have, that, that they couldn't have had that relationship with people that are in their inner circle that, or that maybe they don't even have an inner circle of people that they could talk to all the time. And they can realize that other people have these problems in life, not just themselves. Yeah, exactly. I think like this authenticity instead of toxic positivity and the power of positive thinking that's where like the real relationships start, you know, like I love my circle of friends cause we bitch about things all the time <laughs> and it's great when you're suffering with other people. I mean, it's, it's great to have fun with them, but it's also great to suffer alongside with them. Right. And that's how you have empathy. And that's how, um, you know, that's how you bring people from loneliness. If you're constantly pretending to be happy. And like you said, if your Instagram is not showcasing that you're living your best life and, and a lot of people that, that can really tear up a lot of people. I'm not sure if you knew this, but the reason why he originally started putting songs onto YouTube was that he felt like he needed to leave something for his children because he, he didn't think he would be around for very long due to mental illness and, and substance abuse issues. So I feel like that brings a severe authenticity to it because he wasn't doing it to become famous. He wasn't doing it to get his song on a number one chart. He was literally just trying to put his issues and his beliefs and, and things that are going on in his life into music and word form and share them with other people. And I love that. I, you know, I love when I, I feel like if there's anything we should cancel in music, it's it's the strive to being famous. Because <laughs> look at what fame does to people. No, you're exactly um, right. It's the the authenticity that you you keep talking about is has has I think has been the main reason why he has been able to um, have have such largely success like he has, especially with um, the the chances of being. Uh, of canceled in the, in like the cancel culture situations that we have right now, he could have been canceled in the first million views and his video could have been taken off YouTube and it would have been the end of that. Like we would probably would have never heard of him in 20 years. We would have been thinking, Hey, you remember that one song that we heard 20 years ago? Yeah. I won't be able to find it anywhere. But mm-hmm. due to the fact that we are in the times that we are now, we can say what we want to say and we should be able to, even if people don't agree with it, like you should be able to say what you want to, even though if I don't agree with it, And uh, it comes to the point where you have to be able to, um, like you said, your, your mind should be constantly wanting to learn. Your mind should be constantly wanting to investigate into things and um, be open-minded to things that aren't exactly on the forefront of your 
um, forte. Like I, there's, there's so many things that I'm not, uh, I'm not versed in that I'm not going to be able to tell you how this and this and this goes. And so having other people around, whether it's Oliver Anthony, be able to tell you something or Sierra to be able to tell me something about, you know, everyone has different lifestyles and everyone has different uh, experiences. And if you can bring those into the reality, it's fantastic. But when you don't have, when you have society telling you that you shouldn't listen to something or that you shouldn't do something, then that's when you almost need to get to the point where you need to start looking into it and you need to start uh, uh, opening your mind to those things because there's something that somebody is telling it, like somebody is telling you to not listen to that for some other's benefit, not for you. It's not for your benefit for, yeah. for someone telling you not to listen to Richmond, North of Richmond, because you listening to a song is not going to affect you one way or the other, unless you allow it to affect you. But if they tell you don't listen to it and you don't, then they are benefiting something from it rather than, you may be learning something from something. Dakota, thank you so much for coming uh, on the show. I really appreciate what you had to say. Um, I think we definitely found a lot of things that we find common ground on. And uh, I love that we're establishing that trust and uh, that authenticity. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, keeping an open mind with everything. I think that's a big thing to have friends that don't think alike, just like you. And um, I'm glad that you're looking out for people that don't have the same views as me. And uh, I will continually look out for the people that don't have the same views as myself. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Middle Note. Be sure to like and follow The Middle Note wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you would like to be a guest on The Middle Note, please follow the link in the description above. I'm Sierra Hebson, your host and producer. Music is composed by NoFX. Thank you again and stay musical.